What's up, everyone? This is your host, Daniel. And Javi, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, we uplift indigenous and Latino insights on a variety of topics that highlight the intersectionality of both cultures. Expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine chilling with your two best friends, talking smack, and throwing a little shade. <laughs> <laughs> What is up, everybody? This is Javi and Daniel with the Brown Sound Podcast. We are in episode eight. Today is a very special day because yep, it is our yep. the day of our very first live event at the Flying M in Caldwell today, later at two to four. Like, why am I saying the time? You guys, it's yeah, going to be like next week. Yeah. It's all, yeah, we're going to be telling you about it the week after. But no, today's a good day, Chicax. How are you? Good, good. You know, it's always fun when we get to record in person. Right. We always, we always have to record virtually, obviously, because we live in different towns. Yeah, but. yeah. Yeah. I feel like people don't know that. People think we record. Actually, person, yeah. People but... always think that like we meet up to record. I'm like, I can't do that once a <laughs> I week. I don't have that money. Drive four hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's I, I love um the fact that, yeah, like technology allows us to be yeah. like, you know, closer. And um, I was going to ask you something. Um, How how have you been? You know, everything's good. You know, I feel like, you know, last week was a, a rough week, but yeah. I'm, you know, starting starting new. I'm good. Yeah. I'm the, good space. He's, the last know. episode we had, it, it seemed like you were yeah, irritated just, at people. Just dealing with I, a lot, you know, yeah. a lot of stuff outside of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm good. I'm good. So you know, we do have a special episode though today. We've yeah. been, you know, fangirling over the we past have. couple episodes, and we have a special guest today. You want to let our listeners know who who do we have on the Brown? Yeah, no, podcast. absolutely. So, um, if y'all remember a couple episodes ago, we shared with you that we were able to visit. Um, we were at Neurolux for a concert. And while we were there, we got to uh, witness uh, Lobo uh, Lara and Chili Willie. Yeah. And what we were surprised about was like their beats. So they were playing cumbias um, with like a twist, like mm-hmm. like electro cumbias. And and the beats were so chill and they just made everybody want to get up and dance. And it was whole, so unexpected. Like I did not, I, yeah. you know, I, I was, I didn't know we were going to that. Yeah. The whole floor, like the whole floor filled with dancers, like right. Like right. At, yeah. As soon as it went. And um, our friend who's not here today, Juan came with us and he was like, oh my God, oh my God, they're so good. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> And we're like, dude, chill, yeah, chill. Come on, chill out, one. Yeah. Dang, can't take you to anywhere because you're going to embarrass me. But um, no, we we were, you know, we made it a point to like go and check out their, their table, say hi. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we, we became immediate fans. Yeah. And I, I, I'm like so excited that they agreed to be on the show. Yeah. So we'll introduce them here in a second. But without further ado, can we get a Brown Sound welcome for Lobo Lara and Chili Willie? <laughs> what is up uh you two so lobo lara chili willy yeah can you tell us a little bit about yourselves what's up um you know we're uh we're uh we make music we make cumbia we fuse a bunch of sounds with it. We have electro cumbia. Um, a lot of people say we're like dark cumbia, whatever that means. <laughs> <Gotcha>. um, <laughs> yeah. uh, 
I mean, we do, um, we basically just focus on cumbia and then we kind of like brown branch off of that a little bit. And yeah. that's, that's what we make. We just, you know. Yeah, we have a pretty eclectic background to pull from. So we kind of incorporate a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. And like what? So I'm, I'm just going to jump into it. Like, can you tell us a little bit about like yourself specifically? Like, who are you? And like a little bit on your background, if you don't mind. We love our listeners to get to know our guests because a lot of us have similar upbringings. We have similar their backgrounds and it's inspiring to hear that people like us are doing cool things yeah so what um yeah what can you share about yourselves okay well me lobo i'm uh mexicano uh my parents on the left del Estrito okay. federal so that's where the cumbia comes you know like i was raised with cumbia throughout my whole life um yeah. so so when i uh, when i started writing it, it just came so natural like i was it was just supernatural to write it um yeah. i mean i was born in california and then um uh, my parents moved back to mexico and then from mexico they moved to nevada and then um i was there till like fifth grade and then they moved to idaho and yeah. this is where i'm at now man <laughs> yeah so i mean that's pretty much uh a little a little background you know okay my okay uh my father was uh from mexico and he ended up coming out here to texas uh he met up with my mom who's uh he's mostly scottish <laughs> and uh <laughs> Uh, she actually did roadie work for him for a while, and they ended up uh, having me. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I grew up all over Idaho, Council, uh, Caldwell, Nampa, Garden City, okay. you know, all over the place. And uh, yeah, I've just lived in this area for my whole life so pretty yeah. integrated into it so to speak yeah so, so uh, like like a full idaho boy um oh, hey daniel did you notice the lights flicker when he said council council the town you just drive through yeah i'm like i just you know i just turn up the music and drive fast <laughs> put the speed limit yeah, yeah. Like so like so just fun fact, because like I, I went up to school at U of I and uh, before they didn't have that bypass, that like freeway that goes around the town now. And so we'd have to drive all the way through the town. And um, so my brother, my sister-in-law and I were driving up and we got pulled over and a cop came and said, hey, you guys have drugs or something? And we're like, no. <laughs> and my sister-in-law was like, no, but we have this. And she pulled a butcher knife from the side of her door. Oh, and I'm like, where'd no you way. get that? Like, hide that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's like, that's the fondest memories I have about council. It's scary. And my sister-in-law had a butcher knife from somewhere. I don't know. Hey, oh, man, that's crazy. Sometimes you got to bring that filero, dog. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm like, what are you making? Carne asada? What's going on? Uh, no, that that's crazy. And then, Chili, you said you went to school in Nampa. Is that right? Yeah, I went to Nampa High and uh, Arts and Charter for like one second. Sky View <laughs> for like a little bit. Yeah, I, went, I was all over there. No, all that's good. The yeah. So where in Cali where are you from, Lobo? Because I have family out there, too. Um, I'm not from there. I was just born there. <laughs> oh, I mean, did you parents, say you were? My parents, my parents lived there for, uh, for a while. Yeah. Um, and they had me there. I think they were there for a couple, like maybe two years or so. Okay. Um, but I mean, I don't even know the place i was born dude uh oh, it's okay. called west so I was born in Westminster. Okay. Um, but I mean, I've never oh. been there, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was born there, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about Nampa because I was born there, but I claim Caldwell. <laughs> yeah. no, um, so I was going to ask you both: how did you how did you meet? How did you become the dynamic duo of Cumbia here in the area? Uh, well, I mean, we were wizards, bro. We just met up. We like <laughs> we were not even a joke. Yeah, dog. We were the wizards, and uh, one day we just like came across each other, bro, and we were like, "Whoa!" Now we were we used to work for this company called window wizard <laughs> oh, and, we clean, okay. <laughs> and we used to clean windows and um and then uh i just knew well people told me they're like that dude makes music too and i was like that's what's up and then um when he walked in he looked like cheech bro he was like all cheech <laughs> yeah, just a, he had a mustache a little beanie i'm like who the, i was like who's this guy so then i just went up to him i'm like what's up man like you make music and we just started talking and um it turns out that we're big fans of gorillas and the doors so from there we just connected and we just started talking more about music and then we just hung out and you know we ended up starting a lot of random really crazy stuff (laughs) (laughs) so we've been making music together for like bro eight years no No, way yeah something like that damn no wonder i'm starting to hate you i feel like um I feel like when it comes to duos, there's always some crazy shit you go through. Like, yeah. even us, like, we just came up on our, like, 12th year of friendship because we met at the U of I, U of I uh, during, like, the first week of school. So we were just talking about that in the last episode. Yeah. Like, wow, in these last 12 years, we've definitely, have, like, seen some shit and yeah. been through some crazy <laughs> stuff. And it's, like, it's always interesting, like, meeting other friend friend duos. So yeah, that's yeah. I was going to ask how long have you guys known each other, but it just said eight years. Yeah. So that's so pretty cool. Did you guys celebrate your eight years of friendship? <laughs> I don't even know like the first day I met him I just uh I guess his bass player quit and then like they had a show like three days uh, like later and they came up to me he's like dude you know how to play bass I was like yeah I know how to play bass he's like and they're like can you like learn these songs really quick and uh, play a show with them? I was like oh shit <laughs> so I freaking um they sent me the files and I listened to it and stuff and then three days later I was up on stage with him and it, yeah I ended up working out and stuff and then after that like i've been kind of his on-call dude <laughs> yeah all right so yeah. that was like the rest is history stepped in saved the day and yeah yeah man. Best i mean like the first then. bro the first day we met so people knew that we both made music <laughs> and they were like they're like lobo you freestyle right i was like uh not really but uh yes <laughs> And they're like, Mason, bring your guitar. And then they like get Mason and he starts playing um eight mile, bro. I was like, oh staring him in the eyes, like, do it. I'm not gonna freestyle, dog. You only got one chance, man. One opportunity. Yeah, you only have one chance. One shot. You got one shot, don't blow it. No, that's that's awesome. Um, so you guys definitely have a lot of history. It sounds like you have had a lot of like cool moments and like just you know getting to know each other and 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 that. Um, so then let can we ask you a little bit about your career journey? So like you guys started to like play music together, but how did how did you two both as musicians into what like is going on now? Like what led up to this? Like how did you get your first um, break? What was so, your first show? So I mean, what happened was um, I made a an album, but it was like a beat album, and it had a bunch of kind. It had all kinds of beats. It had like electronic beats, trap beats, um, and then in one of and then I had a song in there called Paletas and Tamboy 
Joey Flores. And um, those songs, bro, just got traction, man. And then, um, so I had, uh, so there's a producer in Texas called The Dusty. Uh-huh. And he, and I hit him up to master my songs. And he was down. And then I want to say a week later, or maybe two weeks, um, he hits me up. He's like, hey, bro, he's like, I want to sign you to my label. He's like, um, and then um, it pretty much just went from there, bro. Um, oh, from wow. Dusty, I met uh, my homie Savani, Principe Cu. He's the um, A.B. Quintanilla's son. So Selena Quintanilla's oh. nephew. Yeah. So uh, I met them. And then like through them, I, I've just like, I usually send like my beats to them. And they, you know, they mix and master it. So, I oh, mean, wow. it's started through that EP, the Paletas or the Paleta song. And then from there, it just started tumbling, man. We just started focusing more on cumbia. And it was wow. weird because like the, the Paleta song was just going to be like an electronic song. And I was like, well, I'm like, what if I make it a cumbia? Because it kind of feels like it can be a cumbia. So then yeah. I added the Weedle. Uh, I added the Weedle the, and then the Cowbell and like just I just made it more into a cumbia, and then that's how it literally just, that's how it started, man. And then um, wow. back to the whole like uh, Savani thing, homeboy hit me up, and he's like, "Hey, I want to remix Paletas." So he remixed it and made it, gave it more of like a trap beat um, style, but yeah. it sounds dope, man. So like that's literally how it started, and then from there we were just like, "Let's just focus on cumbia and see what happens." Yeah, it's pretty cool. I was gonna ask too. So like, um, I'm a big person that's I'm big on music. Obviously, I work in radio, so I. I listen all kinds of songs i mean genres throughout the whole day who have been some of your biggest inspirations in music um as far as so for me um los cumbia kings that's huge selena um uh celso piña uh tito olivares uh, i mean the list goes on bro I, like i love cumbia like even los angeles azules that was actually the first concert i ever went to as a kid oh, uh, my yeah. mom took me to los angeles azules uh, i mean when i was a kid bro i was like bored i was like i don't want to be here but i was there <laughs> you know what i'm saying and then like but now that i'm older bro i, pre- I like i just i appreciate that so much and i actually yeah. went to their uh, recent show at the knitting factory and it was like it just felt so good to be there. It was cool yeah. to see like the whole band like play the songs that I'm used to listening to, but live and then with live yeah. trumpets. Like they're just a whole orchestra, man. And it's pretty cool to see that come to life. And then um, I mean, yeah, man. And then even uh La Tropa Vallenata, that was my second yeah. concert that I ever went to. And I still remember those concerts, bro, because like it was just um it, it was the big impact. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, bro. Uh that's pretty much uh I have I, I like all kinds of genres. I like the gorillas, like yeah, it's a yeah. um the doors, I like psychedelic, I like hip hop. So I mean my so, library expands pretty big. My fun fact before Ch- uh Chile shares, I was actually at the Angeles Azules concert at the knitting factory with my mom. Oh, I yeah. took her to that. Yeah. <laughs> so we were probably up. at the same yeah, we were at the same venue and bro, the music was just it. Like I yeah, just man. having a good time just vibing dancing and it's nostalgic too because i grew up listening to the angeles azules with my mom while she woke up and cleaned in the morning you know like all, all those like weekend things that, that that's a vibe and like i love that music too it just it brings good memories and it's just so fun yeah. Um, they stop a lap up al mundo. Like, I just love that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's I was going to say, too, um, it, it feels like, you know, when you're growing up and you hear your parents' music back then, it's like, oh, I want to hear something I do. But now that I'm older, I appreciate a lot of my parents' music because my dad is like a huge, like, funk fan, you know, like he's putting on like Earth, Wind, and Fire and like Zach. Oh, yeah. I mean, all these old school bands. And so oh, yeah. now as an adult, I can really appreciate the music. And I'm like, dang, like, my dad had a good play 
playlist growing up. Like, oh, yeah. thinking like okay, all yeah, the music definitely. now, but it's cool that we could like appreciate that now as adults too. Yeah, for sure. Chili, what about you? What inspires? What music inspires you? It's a uh, like. So I'm gonna be pretty honest. Like up until we start doing this, I never even knew what cumbia existed. Like <laughs> we were talking about earlier, is like uh, I got pretty whitewashed because uh, my mom raised me for most of my life, so we, yeah. I didn't have a whole lot of like Mexican culture or anything like that. So mine yeah. were more like uh, Queens of the Stone Age, and uh, I really like Mars Volta. Those um, like I try, I accidentally emulate a lot of like their sounds and stuff because I like weird noises and things like that, just random like yeah. groups, you know. Uh, it gets pretty chaotic. I don't even know the names of half like the band that I really like, but I'll like listen to something <laughs> and be like, yeah, because it goes anywhere from like Chopin to like freaking like Mr. Bungle or like noise rock that had like they played one show and then all of them died. <laughs> it, it, it gets pretty, it's random as hell. So like I don't have a, a a direct one, but I'd say those two are like my favorite. That and the gorillas, because we yeah. we tried to do a little something similar to that before this. Yeah. Where we have so the, yeah. The gorillas are the band because I want to make sure I have it right. Those are the ones that sing that like "What happened? It's feeling bad. I got some." Is that them? Is that them? Yeah. Is that you're talking about? Okay. Okay, I like them too. Yeah. I just had to double check that that was. Hey, I have a question for you, Chili. So, um, what music do people in council listen to? I'm just curious. <laughs> okay, so like, um, they listen to like it, there's three kinds, and you got old like old outlaw country, like fucking Hank Williams or Merle, or you've got okay. um, I don't know gospel, is, but yes. like, but not okay. like freaking not like the the good kind, more like the fire and brimstone crap. You know? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's like super religious there. They actually have like communes out there where there's a church oh, and like wow. five trailers, and you're not allowed to go there. Oh, and, I didn't know like, that. And those okay, people listen to that kind of music. Um, and then you've got they don't listen to like they don't listen to anything new. Like it's, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. There's probably people out there that I never got to meet that do, but like <laughs> that, that, that whole like, there's just that's generally what I've come across personally. I can't okay. speak for everybody there, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, don't cancel me council there's like i guarantee you there's probably people there that, like get me out of here <laughs> probably, oh, yeah. Probably listen to Bob yeah they probably listen to Bob <laughs> but generally like, that... the people i ended up being around listened to that kind of music and i was like there's got to be more music and stuff out here than that <laughs> yeah. okay that's way different than what i thought because originally i was thinking like but i guess not that <laughs> yeah, it's just some Appalachian banjos. <laughs> yeah. For sure. The, so I I wanted to ask you all, you've been having a lot of success, uh, you know, not just lately, but, you know, you shared a little bit off off air off the record yeah yeah. uh that you've been just like kind of go 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 since you've got your since you kind of had your breakthrough opportunity and um can you talk a little bit about that like what's it like to gain a little bit of that success and what are some challenges too that you've faced on your journey um uh, so with challenges i would say just keeping up with normal life and focusing on music it's really yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of work i mean yeah. a lot of people don't see it but like sometimes at shows i'm just tired bro <laughs> yeah 
Um, but you know, that's probably like the only challenge, honestly, is just focusing on like real life, um, you know, real life stuff like work and then focusing on music and trying to keep it like as consistent as we possibly can. Um, and what was the other question? (laughs) Like your success. How, yeah. How do you navigate that? Cause I mean, there's one thing too, cause you work hard, right? You, you shared with us that you have your own business in Boise, yeah. a rapping business. So if you need it, hit up Lobo. And then the other thing <laughs> is like you, you have, you do music. So, um, how do you navigate yeah the challenges of like you're navigating your your like just time management i guess but then also like do you take time to celebrate your success um not really man (laughs) (laughs) we just we literally just work dude and like um a lot of people are like you need to like they tell me that i need a vacation or i need to relax and i mean when i'm not when i'm actually when i'm relaxing bro i feel like i'm missing something like i feel like if I don't have if I don't have chaos going on in my life and if my <laughs> life is too relaxed, there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah. So there's always yeah. something like like pushing me like keep going man like you know so it's kind of hard to like to just relax um as far as like uh uh, getting everything managed we manage everything um we try to like keep it all super uh like on the calendar and try to follow everything exactly just so we don't like um you know just overlap things with others and because it can get really bad man (laughs) i can piss off some clients and then yeah so i mean it's just time management for sure um you got anything chilling pretty much the same like (laughs) just work 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 and then and get shows, 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 and I don't yeah. know. We, we there's no way to really celebrate because you don't like really like when you're playing and stuff, and people come up and talk to you. You feel really like fortunate and like really what's the, I, I feel gratitude towards like people coming up and like telling us how they feel about it because it's super cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like yeah. uh, after that, you're regular person again. Yeah. <laughs> For like a, a, a second, so it's like oh, that was cool. People like it, and then you just like then you uh, then you just go on and you know it's uh, it's just. Uh, you just gotta do what you do. I, I don't know. I just yeah, don't I feel mean, those. Like I don't. Feel I mean, those. It, it, like he said, it's really it's rewarding. Like that's the the best part of the whole music thing is watching people dance to the stuff you actually wrote. Um, people actually liking the stuff you wrote. I mean, because we've yeah. been doing music for a long time, and for the longest time, people never cared. <laughs> yeah. 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 They feel like they'd be like, "This is it." And yeah, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's that's cool." <laughs> <laughs> or people would be like, "You guys are joking, right?" And we'd be like, "No." Dog, this we actually like wrote this like we we tried and they're just like oh <laughs> I thought you were joking it's like oh it's like, I like how you wrote that song really crappy in the beginning I know as a joke we're like no <laughs> like no I guess it's a joke you know? yeah. I always think that's the cool thing about like just kind of you know I guess representing our communities like you know we get you know like for us like even at the show that we got to watch you guys at someone came up to us and was like hey aren't you guys the guys from brown sound you know like it's kind of it's like a weird feeling when people recognize you but it like makes you feel cool like yeah. in a, like like oh wow like people really do listen care or like yeah. like I'm, I'm, i always think like people really listen to us you know but it's one of those <laughs> things where i just always feel like like you said real grateful and like humbled like wow i, I you know because we put a lot of work into what we do with our podcast yeah. you know, we're not getting paid to do this we yeah charge yeah, yeah. We're in charge of all of our own stuff. Like I do all the audio. He does all the like graphics and social media. So like, you know, we're, we're, 
we work full time and then we do this on the side. Yeah. And so it's it's cool when people can respect like the it, I guess the work that we put. It in makes like stuff. your efforts seem more worthwhile. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, definitely. That's yeah, definitely I mean, like a nice feeling. Yeah, because when you don't get feedback or you get just negative feedback, it's just like damn. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's been like, like hours. Like hours. I just spent a whole like half a year writing this. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So can I ask you a question about like your experience with fans? Because you talk about kind of go, 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 working, working, working. And when you're exhausted after like a set or like, you know, because you've had a long day of traveling, like how do you find the energy to talk to your fans? Um, and because some fan, like I'm a fan of yours and I've been saying like, you know, we were fangirling, fangirling about you both that same night. Um, how do you deal with like fans with that much energy when you don't have it to give? I mean, a bunch of Rhino Rush. <laughs> we're not sponsored yet but Rhino Rush. <laughs> i don't even know how he does it but he freaking he can talk and stuff i have like social yeah. anxiety and so like yeah. i, I want to be public and social but like after yeah. that i'm like spent and so like i stand off in the back and then like when people talk to me like hey <laughs> i think i chili i think i'm the you of your group because i think Danny <laughs> has the energy to talk to people and i'm like man i'm just awkward sometimes i'll just sit in the back a little that's, that's funny. funny i was gonna say like i just i just like to talk and i just like to socialize so it's not really hard for me um okay. and a lot of the times i'm just like go fall like just go full throttle and not even i don't know man i just don't know how to yeah. chill it's weird <laughs> yeah. I was going to say too I think it's really cool that um because right before we went to the show for when the Sonic Nose Res kids were there we actually had an interview with Tropico FM and yeah. K-Chef, K-Chef Kyle. he actually was he was hyping you guys up to us too like oh you yeah. guys should check them out they're like you know the, the he was saying the Cumbia Kings of Idaho yeah. and so he was <laughs> like so it was cool that we got to like all yeah. meet that same day and, and I think it's really cool what you're doing and representing the community especially because like in southern Idaho there's a huge Latino population and so it's cool that like you know you're out here bringing like the music from your culture to like yeah like to these big events and and i think it's mm-hmm. cool it's, it's like a way of like like reminding the people who are who aren't from our communities like hey we're still here and we offer a lot to this community we contribute a lot so i think um i just think that's just pretty awesome yeah it's nice and refreshing to have a band like you take up space in a community that's predominantly white yeah and it's good <laughs> to hear right and it's good to yeah, hear yeah, yeah. like us in the community because you you feel more a part of it yeah, like, yeah, yeah you know sure. if i'm hearing my if i'm hearing my culture here in this community especially in boise like especially at these big events like you know that you were at and especially at concert venues it's like man that was the coolest part for me that night that daniel invited me to go see the snotty nose res kids and i never listened to them before but i'm like dude i'm down i'm gonna go i'm down to go have a beer and listen to music and chill and then for you all to play and i'm like damn that's me that's yeah. my music that's i recognize this <laughs> This is, you know, this is me. Um, It just, it felt, it felt really cool to feel represented in a space like Mm -hmm. Neurolux, which has a different kind of vibe. You know, it has a cool, like eclectic vibe. Um, But to just have you all there that night, I was like, I was, I was like really feeling my like Latino vibes that night. I was like, (laughs) hell yeah. (laughs) The Latino and indigenous excellence was like in full force that night. It was. We got you guys and we had the Snotty Nose Res kids. So it was just, it was just a, it was a good night. It was cool. Yeah. I almost did a grito, but. 
but you know, I was I was like, there's a lot of white people here, so I better chill. You should have done it, man. Yeah. Just get on stage yeah. and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Take your shirt off. I'm like, excuse me, Chili, can you move out? Let me. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, that's. Um, I wanted to ask you both a little bit about like, in what way do you feel you're connecting like with the community, especially like the Latino community through your music? Is there is there anything that stood out to you that's been like super cool about like just your experience so far? Um, yeah, man. Like you said, it's uh, people enjoy seeing cumbia out there when they don't expect yeah. it, and um, it feels really like it feels really cool to just be true to myself and uh, really stick to my roots and put it out there and for people to receive it in a in a, in a cool way, man. Like they'll yeah. just start dancing. People come up to us and they're like, "Man, he's like, they're like, I can't believe you guys are playing cumbia out here." And yeah. we even have like people. They're like, "How do you even get these people to dance to cumbia?" He's like, "Cumbia has been going on forever, and nobody like I've never seen like um different kind of like like different um ethnicities yeah dance to it." And yeah. I'm just like, "I don't know, bro. Like, we just we just make it and people like it. Like I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, it's good to empower yeah. that type group." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. People are like, they're like, well, what kind of music do you make? And like cumbia, and they're like cumbia. I'm like cumbia, cumbia. Yeah. It's like it's always, uh, oh, uh, yeah, it's always an interesting conversation. <laughs> well, and now and that you mention like, it, that, that now that you mention it, that's actually a good question to ask for our non-Latino listeners. Can you explain what cumbia is? What is cumbia? I mean, when people ask me, bro, like when they will say people that don't know it yet and they just read it on my shirt or something, or they ask me what I make, I it's kind of hard to explain because I'm like, I make Latino music, like dance music. And for the yeah. easiest the easiest way I can explain it is um, like house music with skanks and with like um, <laughs> a lot of like Latino p- t- percussions. It's just hard to explain it to um, people that don't know it, man. When when people at my work, I work, I'm an electrician and like I work around a lot of like uh, like wider people. <laughs> yes, like I don't want to like I don't know how the right word, but like when they asked me about it, I was like, well, I mean, do you like Santana? It's like that, but not. Like you can tell them all the freaking bands, they'd be like, what? I don't listen to that. I like Bob Luke. You know what's funny? Like I obviously I grew up listening to cumbias too, and I don't know how to explain it either. I'm just like it's just you no know, rhythmic music that you just makes you want to <laughs> dance. Like you just want to. Yeah. It's a vibe. So I chat GPT'd it. <laughs> and chat gpt says cumbia is a vibrant and rhythmic genre that originated in colombia it blends indigenous african and european music influence to create a distinctive sound characterized by infectious beats and melodic compositions so uh, i think that's for the white people listening <laughs> yeah but i mean, i guess now we know thank okay. you chat gpt yeah. <laughs> Let's say we did want to talk a little bit about like your music video that you recently released um did you shoot that locally here in the area yeah 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 we shot it here in boise with um marlon alasco interval films um we just pitched the idea and homeboy did a really good job i mean he's yeah, really good cool. with cgi um it was he just blew my mind man honestly because like the yeah. the pla- like my idea was like um kind of doing it like Terminator 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was watching Terminator 1 and I was just like, um, just watching it and I was like, dude, it'd be cool to do a, a music video like this. And I had it like um, a funnier way of going about it, but it's just um, the way Mario like put it together, look, it, it looks pretty cool, man. I yeah, like how the cyborg 
like jokes like all these people you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. growing up i was a big terminator fan my cousins and i used to watch it all the time my grandma wouldn't allow us because it like all the cussing and the bat like the violence yeah. but we'd always watch it when she'd fall asleep we'd always go throw on the terminator movie <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it, it looks badass i i was gonna say uh since and and then uh, so this is just us like yeah if you have another one like you know we'd be, <laughs> we'd Bobby be wants to be a video vixen yeah <laughs> Daniel was Daniel was saying, "Yeah, we could shake a little ass." Yeah, the other thing we wanted to ask you is um, kind of to to wrap up this segment. Is there anything that, like, in your line of work and in terms of cumbia, that you know people don't understand or get? Like, what is something you would like to share with our listeners about, like, just your work and you know cumbia in general? Uh, that people might not know. Oh, <laughs> um, like I guess. How do you mean, like things that they wouldn't know? Like, uh, like yeah. What's how... what's like something to you that sticks that you know about your line of work? Either either being a musician, even writing music, um, even just working with like promoters. Oh, yeah. What is oh, a thing yeah. about like just your line of work that people don't understand that you know comes with that? I guess. Oh my gosh. Um, it's, uh, I think that like a lot of people don't realize how many times you have to fail <laughs> and yeah. like, and, you know, put yourself out there and really not expect much in return for that. <laughs> yeah. And maybe like embarrass yourself a little bit before things really work out. Cause like you can, you can hope for the best and you can, you know, people will like support you and be there for you, but you can't really, you know, expect and um expect that from them all the time you know everybody has their own personal lives and things like that so you have to really believe in yourself like we've gone through so much like we probably write like 20 songs and only release one of them like <laughs> and like and each one of those 20 songs probably has like five or six different versions of themselves oh. it's uh, it's ridiculous like the the amount of like nitpicking and second guessing and everything that you you go through and like like the the creative differences that go through because like he has a pretty good idea of what he wants cumbia wise and i have a musical style that i am uh normally accustomed to because i like i yeah. i personally played like psychedelic rock yeah and uh and other like weird crap like i like playing flamico <laughs> and, oh nice <laughs> and uh it doesn't jive sometimes like i'll be putting something down and like he and i'll be, I'll be like no this sounds good he's like no dude <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounds really good man so like there's just a lot of like you no matter your first idea is never your best idea sometimes it is but like i guess the gist of it is it takes a lot more work it takes a lot more um yeah personal critique in a lot of these things that people aren't really they don't see it you know so yeah. when people are trying to do something and they feel down on themselves it's like yeah i mean that's that's part of it part of mm -hmm. it is really being hard on yourself and being honest with yourself to be like is this a decent product or is this just something i think sounds good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and you have to kind of figure out what works be true to yourself while also being honest you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's my take from it yeah. oh man he's right <laughs> <laughs> damn that was super deep too i never considered that honestly yeah. i'm like it makes sense though like that's cool um well thank you both thank you thank you both yeah, for being for so sure. vulnerable and you know being genuine and and coming on the show last question for you on on this particular segment is how can we support you how can our listeners 
support you. When is your next show? Like, what what is next for you both? And how can we get people there? Where can we find your music? Yeah, and things all like that. that. Social media. Uh, I mean, you can find our music on Spotify, iTunes, um, just anywhere. In, uh, we're in all over social media, Instagram, TikTok. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, people can just support us by liking our music and playing our music. And I mean, yeah. just to get those algorithms going, a, a lot of the times... <laughs> Um, it's weird, man. Like we released a song and it barely gets traction. And then we released like, like say an interview and it gets more traction than the song. And we're like, damn, yeah. (laughs) we're like, what happened here? So I mean, uh, you know, just play the music and share it if you like it. Um, as far as fest, uh, I mean, shows, we have one, uh, one September 16th at the Tater Tot Festival in Ontario. Um, we have one September 19th, uh, 19th in the Indian Creek Hispanic, uh, month shows. I mean, there's a bunch of Hispanic, uh, shows going on that uh, month, but we have that one in Indian Creek. And fun fact Um, for everybody, Indian Creek Plaza is in Caldwell, which is in the downtown. So that's where I'm from. I'll be there. So definitely come and check that one out. That's the one I'm excited for. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we got, uh, uh, September 22nd, Flip Fest in Garden City. September 23rd, uh, Idaho Hispanic, uh, the museum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that the one in Nampa or the Boise? The one in Boise. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, the list goes on, bro, but those are the ones here yeah. in, uh, in Boise. Or in Idaho. Yep. We have and a big we have following. A- we have a big following in Seattle and Portland. So, um, okay. yeah, like I know you have some venues where you'll be playing out there too. Yeah. So we have uh, a show October 7th with uh, also Madly um, in Seattle. Um, and then October 31st, Cumbia de los Muertos with uh, Terra Cactus in Seattle. Um, November 2nd through the 5th, uh, it's Freak Out Fest in Seattle as well. And, um, wow. That's it, man. I mean, we have a uh, one that we're talking about, but I'll just yeah. that one yeah. private. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll make we'll make sure to uh, post the the shows on our social media so y'all can check mm-hmm. them out. But yeah, yeah really man, good. I recommend. Yeah, definitely recommend. I mean, we got to watch you guys live at the concert a few weeks ago, and it was just a vibe. I mean, yeah. cool to see the whole dance floor like fill up. You know, so it's just I was telling Javi, I was like, if I had a few more drinks, I probably would have been out there too dancing away. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was you don't trying need to keep the man uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, dude. Um, we also have a new album that we ha- uh, we released, Ico de la Cumbia. Um, that's uh, the productions with me and Chili. We, um, he, like he said, he's the into psychedelic. He's a rocker fool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, I mean, uh, I-, I grew up with a lot of like Latino rock. So like yeah. having that vibe is dope for me because... It's cool to mix all that in there and um, yeah. really like work with something like that. So, I mean, Nico de la Cumbia is out. Check it out. Um, yeah. Check yeah, it man. out. Download. We definitely yeah, yeah, downloaded download that. Night. Whatever you yeah. want to do. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Well, um, you know, in wrapping up that segment about answering, um, you know, you you all sharing a little bit on yourselves. Again, thanks so much. Yes, thank it really you. means a lot. Uh, y'all have really great energy. So this has been just like a really fun time. Um, I'm all, if you guys want to hang out outside of this, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so we will, are, we're going to switch gears a little bit. We have something we like to do here on the Brown Song called our language lesson. So Daniel uh, speaks Nimiputemp, which is like his native tongue language, um, yeah. for the Nez Perce language. And, you know, I speak Spanish. I think you both speak Spanish. Um, so we're going to learn how to say dance uh, today in Nimiputemp and Spanish. And then uh, we'll all practice saying it together. Even if you know Spanish, uh, we're going to judge you on your Spanish. <laughs> um, and we'll 
all uh, we'll all try to uh, you know say mm-hmm. it in Putem. So you want to kick us off, Daniel? Yeah. So how to say dance in Nimiputim, the Nez Perce language is WhatsApp. So just WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Like WhatsApp. 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 That's like, and that's like the command form of dance, like. Dance. Oh, shoot. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Daniel, for sharing that. Yeah. Did you all get it down? Yeah. Who said it better, with Chili or Lobo? <laughs> all right. And to, yeah. To say in Spanish, we would say bailar. 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 Yeah. Bailar. Bailar. Spanish isn't my native language. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you both for indulging us. So now we're at the point of our show where we do our Shades of Brown Shady questions. Um, We're excited to do this with you both because the Shades of Brown Shady questions are just fun, goofy questions. Sometimes they're difficult to answer because however you answer them could land you in the hot seat with friends or family members or whoever you're answering them about. There is a good way or finesse to answering sometimes and sometimes they're just a little bit telling on us yeah. as people so yeah. however you answer you know these could be fun um we have three questions you need to answer absolutely two you can skip one but answer three if you're brave we usually ask our guests to go first so chili lobo you guys decide who's going first and then second and then daniel and i will answer them too so first question is what would be your alter ego so what would be someone completely opposite from you um if they existed what would they be like and then question two what marvel character superpower would you give the other people here in the podcast today what power do you think they would have and why and then three do you believe in aliens and why oh snap all right so who's going first and then i can ask the question again i forgot what it was chili all right chili what would be your alter ego so that's like the 100 opposite huh yep Uh, oh shoot dude like so me personally i'm like really shy and i like to be alone (laughs) and okay uh, (laughs) so i'm thinking like freaking jim morrison would probably be like this opposite as you could get with me that guy was a social butterfly and loud (laughs) and sloppy Uh, i don't know so So, um, wait so wait really quick wait really quick because uh for our listeners that don't know who jim morrison is like who is <laughs> oh, the the singer for the Doors. So like, oh, okay, um, okay. Yeah, he's a psychopath, dude. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, have you ever watched that with uh, Val Kilmer and everything? How he's just like all willy nilly and like doesn't care and just does whatever he wants and everything. Um, okay, okay. I, yeah. Well, it. I, I'm I'm kind of like that, but not like I'm very personal and private and everything. But okay, yeah, that would, that would probably be the opposite because like my nickname before Chili was Mother. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like uh, we're gonna I- be late for the show. Did everybody pack their socks? <laughs> 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 like brutal, man. Yeah, freaking. I just like, like, I just care a little too much about like every yeah. people's things and stuff. So. Well, I'm sure every friend group has like a mother, like yeah, a you know, real, like a man. takes care of them. Yeah, no, that's makes sense. Yeah, that, yeah, I I can see that. <laughs> no. oh. yeah. <laughs> I'm probably better. I'm, I'm probably become way more chaotic in my my older years, but like, yeah, that, yeah. that's probably what I think. Uh, all right, yeah. Chili. So you answer all three questions first, okay? So next question is: If you had to give us all a 
Marvel. Do you know what Marvel? You know, you watch that. You know the the super. I, you know, I know some of them. Yeah. Um, okay. So like, do if I you had individual ones, or like yeah. So if you movies? so what would you give Lobo? What power would you give him, and why? Daniel, me, go. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Lobo's freaking like Deadpool, dude. He's just an... <laughs> dude, there's never a serious word that comes out of his mouth. Ever. I'd be like dead serious. He'd be like, dude, where's the where's the code to the bomb? And be like, uh and it could be like the AT and T commercial freaking phone number or something. I'm like, dude, dude I'm serious, man. We're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> um, i don't know dude like because i don't i don't really watch marvel i like i i like spider-man like, okay Spider-Man. all right so uh, who's spider-man me or daniel <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like daniel would probably be a better spider-man just because of his demeanor and everything he probably has like oh, more, like oh. <laughs> the way everything like the way he acts and presents himself he has more of that that spider-man quality yeah, i know you look like you can sure. be better yeah. <laughs> almost should i be offended okay i guess i won't have a superpower <laughs> wait well tell me about Should yourself we... here we're gonna flip this around a little bit like are you what? I'm all, hey, whose podcast is this? <laughs> <laughs> so you said you're you're more like me, so you're pretty reserved. You're um you're kind of yeah. socially like you kind of back up a little bit, huh? <laughs> Uh, what kind of, yeah. Yeah, I do have a dark side. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Julie, and then do you you believe in aliens and uh, why? Yes or no? Oh, I believe in aliens. I just don't think they believe in us. (laughs) Oh, Oh, (laughs) that's that's philosophical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. they, uh, that stuff like because you know you see some weird crap all the time and you hear some stuff but like yeah. as far as aliens go yeah there's definitely it's pretty it's pretty hubris of man to believe that you're you're the only living you know creature in this entire infinite outer space we are hell no <laughs> like i guarantee you like if you look at like how big it is and everything we might not be anywhere close to like actual civilizations that co- coexist together like with aliens and stuff but like they probably know what we are and they're like yo that nah nah that's like the crazy girlfriend person at the bar they're like no they're gonna ruin my life <laughs> oh hard pass on humans <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much Damn. all right lobo your turn what would be your alter ego so by that you said like the opposite of who i am is that what yeah, it is sure yeah uh i'd say like the opposite of me would be like arthur bro that dude's so chill <laughs> <laughs> arthur arthur the cartoon right yeah dude okay yeah i'm like channel four man the end bro you're like the basis from the doors i'm like i don't know who that is okay that's fair okay um and then what marvel cowers uh power suit or what marvel character superpowers would you give chili daniel and i um i honestly i think chili would be the um the dude in the wheelchair in x-men professor chili yeah bro that dude will like he'll stare at you and try to make you float dog he was just like <laughs> oh yeah he's like he's like yeah man he just stares at you and tries to change your mind yeah. i'm like bro chill <laughs> yeah the night of the concert when chili looked at me i did feel like i was floating so that makes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I'm turning my phone off. <laughs> I was like, chill, chilly. <laughs> Damn. Hmm. All right, all right, what about, all right. What about Daniel? Daniel, let's see, bro. Um, I don't know, man. You look pretty strong, dude. Oh. I would say, like, the Incredible Hulk, bro. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I sometimes have a temper. Yeah, I, guess I, yeah, can, I could see that. I can, yeah. I can see you kicking somebody's ass, man, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the friendship duo, I'm usually the one that has to protect him, so it makes sense. <laughs> oh, making me sound weak. <laughs> <laughs> you making me sound weak. Yeah. Um. And you, bro, you remind me of like Wolverine, bro. I can see those claws coming out. Oh, oh that's yeah. a cool. Yeah, I it's the it. hair. It's the hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then, do you believe in aliens and uh, why or why not? I do, man. They got to be out there, bro. Like, there's no way. Um, like Chili said, we're, we can't be the only ones. Yeah. Um, I, I like personally, I've seen one, but I can't talk about it. Oh. <laughs> no that's good daniel what about you okay my alter ego i think mine would be like maybe like someone who's really shy okay or or i don't know because sometimes i can be shy but i guess maybe someone who's just quiet i guess okay like an alter ego of mine because i feel like i'm just yeah i I talk a lot you are a lot of energy Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, and what Marvel characters would I give out or superpowers? Yeah. I think um I think for Javi I would say like Iron Man. Oh. I feel like you're really into yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! And I was gonna say for Chili, I was thinking, um, um, oh, what's his name from X Men with the um with the wheelchair? <laughs> yeah, no, the one that had the, just the wheel. Yeah, the one that could psych psych Cyclops. Or oh, the one with one eye that throws lasers. The laser. Oh yeah, that's Cyclops. Yeah. Cyclops. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Chili would be Cyclops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think for Lobo, I think for Lobo, I would say like um, maybe Thor. Thor. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you could probably kick someone's ass too. Like, look at his arm. you look like a tough guy too. I feel like you yeah. could probably you know hit someone. I do in the head carry a hammer. hammer around, so it's the discipline. Oh, keep, yeah, <laughs> keep that thing on you. You never know. Strapped to my boot, man. (laughs) And then, do I believe in aliens? Um, I would say I would agree too. I feel like there's a lot of like indigenous stories out there that include some type of like supernatural creatures. So I just had to say I probably can go against the ancestors. Yeah, yeah, I would agree that I believe they're real. Okay, all right. So for me, my art, my alter ego would be. I feel like. Even though I said like I'm reserved, um, I, I think it, it would be someone quiet because usually like in when I get comfortable, like I'm, you know, I'm pretty outgoing. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably be like someone I'm, I don't I don't know if there's like a person I would pick, but I'd be like in the corner and like just shy and like <laughs> or so, you know, so yeah. something okay. weird like that. Like they'd be like, damn, that guy's a weirdo. Um, <laughs> but if, if I had to give, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if I if I had to pick a superpower for everyone, Daniel, I feel like you would be mistaken. Steak. Oh, like you could just oh. shape shift. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> could, I actually would like that. Yeah, I and. Could. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm a Gemini. I know how to adapt to my surroundings. Yeah, so. and I feel like, yeah, like that would be helpful. Uh, Chili, I feel like you would be Jubilee. Like you could throw fireworks from your fingers or whatever she did. You know, you're just... <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm like, who let the sparklers in? It's just Chili with his fingers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And then... Uh, Lobo, I would choose like Magneto for you. Like you oh, would just metal bend shit, and I don't know. <laughs> metal bend shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could just yeah. So that was good. And then, do I believe in aliens? Yeah, of course I do. I just Philly got or Philly Chili got really philosophical with it, <laughs> and he, you know, like I I agree with all that. I feel like it's yeah. you know it's an infinite universe. Like, do, do I believe that they're flying around and flying saucers? I don't know about that, but I feel like there is is like life out there somewhere or something mm-hmm. um it would be just so close-minded to not to not think of like you know that being something that's out there so yeah no i that was pretty telling we all believe in aliens huh yeah yeah and only one of us has seen aliens is that right yeah lobo yeah, we can't talk, about, yeah, but we can't talk, about, talk it. about it dog <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all well thanks so much that wraps up our episode mm-hmm. today um i want to ask you both uh what is a thorn all of you here what is a thorn and rose of the episode? What was one good thing that you liked and one thing that you were like, meh? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? I mean, I I'll go, go first. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I like that um, we can talk about our, you know, our backgrounds and um, just focus on uh, like cumbia, you know what I'm saying? Like in who yeah. we are people. That's what yeah. I like about it for sure. Um, something I don't like about it is Chili breathing next to me so hard. <laughs> Dude, I can smell his breakfast, bro. Yeah. my upper lip, dog. I'm smelling a weenie somewhere. Ew. <laughs> Will was going weenies, dog. Yeah. Um, what about you, Chili? No, uh, honestly, it wasn't even like a subject thing. I just like that we could actually like talk and be more like less censored, you know, be ourselves. Because oh, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, if I have to like watch what I say or anything like that, dude, I I, <laughs> I get super tense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, it's been really nice to just like you know, this has been way more of a kickback hill way to like you know talk about things, and I enjoyed it. Uh, oh, I don't cool. really like sitting next to Lobo. <laughs> okay i guess i'll go my my thorn would just probably be um maybe the four tries it took <laughs> to get, four or five tries it took to get connected i, I mean you know technology technology is not always on our side so it, it, you know it's all good um my rose would i think would just be getting to you know meet you guys and just have a cool conversation like because our, our our little slogan we say is just like you know sitting around a table with your two best friends and that's kind of how it felt like we're just like we've you know feels like we've known each other for a while and we just had a good conversation and yeah. i just think that's uh the best part i think was just learning more about you guys and then being able to talk about like you know the communities that we come from and how we represent them yeah so my yeah. rose would be 
getting to meet you both officially. Um, we've been following you on Insta and we've been messaging since we met you at the concert that day. And, you know, I, you're, you both are exactly who I thought you would be, like just your energy, just the way that you talked. Um, and, and it's been really cool to get to know you. So that's definitely been a rose. Um, and I'm so excited for your journey. I know mm-hmm. that you guys are getting a lot of opportunity, more now opportunities than you I've steadily been like booking more more things. I'm here to see. Uh, I'm here to champion your journey, and hopefully, I can be at more of your concerts and support. Um, the thing I would say about a thorn, um, you know, that we um, that we won't have you in another episode right away. <laughs> that we can't have you like be at all the episodes. Uh, and it's just been really fun to get to know you both. Um, and so I look forward to uh, you know connecting sometime soon, and maybe having you back in a later season. Um, and then any last thoughts for everybody before we peace out? Um, just just to say, you know, Katsiayo, that thank you in my language. Just thank you for, you know, being here and sharing your story. And I'm excited to see, you know, you guys continue to succeed and all that you do. And so definitely have a supporter, especially on the Nimi Purez. And yeah, so um, thanks again for being here. Yeah, for real. Wait. Before we go, how do you say dance again? I want to I want to remember it. Watsa. Watsa? Yeah. Okay. Watsa. Okay, I'm going to have to say it 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just no. play the episode again and again and you'll hear it. <laughs> Get those plays. <laughs> yeah. For real. No, it was fun. I appreciate you guys having us on here. Yeah, thank you for having us. It was yep. cool talking to you guys. It was dope, man. All right. So we'll post their social media so you could follow them. Make sure to listen to them on Spotify. Y'all, it's been such a great episode. Thanks so much again for coming. You're welcome back anytime you want. Um, last spiel, if you haven't yet, make sure to follow us at the Brown Sound Podcast on Instagram. We're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you love what we do, share the love. Give us a five-star rating. Um, we will be, uh, you know, we'll tell you about our experience at the Flying M Live event later today. Um, Thank you so much, everybody. We will see you next time. Adios. Cut Siao and muchas gracias for listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We had a blast with you all today and make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast for partnership opportunities or just want to get a hold of us, you can shoot us a DM on Instagram. Disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only.